Hey, good morning. How are you guys doing? So I don't know when and where you all are listening, but for me, it's about 3.42 on a Wednesday morning. You ever just be up? you just up for no reason. So since I'm up, I just figured I would share with you guys um, this episode, I guess I'm going to call it Take it like a champ. Godly correction. You know, we live in a society where it's like everybody, well, not you because you're perfect, but I'm talking about everybody else. It's like they're afraid to be corrected. Like, even when they're like dead wrong, like I live in um, an apartment community in in D.C., a beautiful apartment community. I mean, um, testimony later, but... When God um, called me to D.C., he really, really hooked me up. Um, and yes, I do rent right now, but I'm a king's kid. So if I'm going to rent right now, why it doesn't have to be rat and roach infested and all that. Hallelujah. When God um, sends you somewhere, he'll take care of you. Consider it a business trip. You know, only a bad company will put you in a Motel 6, but a good company will put you in a W. Come on. Anyway. Um, but I live in a nice apartment building and I got a, I heard about a lady, um, who was enjoying the rooftop area you know, in DC, it's all about the rooftop, honey. They put everything on a rooftop. So they got the pool up there and carrying on. But the policy for the building is if you have a dog, you have to take them to a certain area that's conducive for pets. They call it the pet run. She didn't want to take her dog to the pet run, you know, and pet owners, I love y'all, but not everybody's into your pets, okay? You know, some people are allergic, you know, and some people just don't like them. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you just, sometimes you just force your pets on people. They're like, she let her dog, you know, roam around, lick in the pool. If I'm in the pool and the dog is licking in there and swimming in there and carrying on, that is not a pleasant experience for me. So they, <laughs> they, um, sorry, pet owners, but you know, I, I love you guys. And, and I know it's, they're part of the family and all that, but here's the thing about your pet. He ain't part of my family. Okay. So anyway, anyway, so there was a, a guard up there and he just, he was so polite. He politely told the lady, um, Hey, you know, you know, thank you for visiting the roof, but you have to take your pet to the other side uh, where it's conducive for pets. There's a pet run over there. And this lady uh, apparently got uh, really angry with this guy and started railing on him about how he was an immigrant, like things that had nothing to do with the fact that he asked her to simply go where the pets are supposed to be and comply with the rules of the building. And I was just thinking about that. And, and in D.C., there things like this happen all the time. I don't know where you all live and where you're from, but even, but I'm sure where you, wherever you are, you notice that it seems like people have a hard time just taking simple correction. And when correction comes, it doesn't mean you're a bad person. It's not an indictment on your character. If you're smart, it'll make you wise if you take it. So I just wanted to talk about 
taking it like a champ when you're corrected. Hallelujah. Let's go. Um, where do I want to start? Okay, let's, let's go to 2 Timothy. Bless Jesus. Hallelujah. How are you feeling today? Are you all right? Did you know that the joy of the Lord is your strength? Hallelujah. And if you're feeling weak, all you have to do is go ha, 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 and let that joy bubble out of your belly, and that'll be your strength. That's, that's just a side note, but a very important one while I turn the pages. Okay. Second Timothy chapter 4. Let's look at verse 2. Um, it says, preach the word. Be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust, they shall heap to themselves teachers, having itching ears, and they will turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. So you see here, it's so important that, now I'm talking to, mostly to believers right now, when, and, and if, if you're not a believer right now, listen anyway, stay tuned. There's good stuff you can get too. Um, but the Bible says that we need to preach the word. Well, what is the word? The gospel of Jesus Christ, the truth. Jesus is the living word. Hallelujah. We need to preach whatever he says we need to say. Hallelujah. So when we preach the word, we need to be instant, in season, out of season. So there's no, there's no uh, off time, okay, in the body of Christ, in preaching the word, in speaking the word only. There's no vacations, you know. I've, I've heard people say, well, you know, uh, Nikki, you know, God just has me on the shelf right now. Okay, honey, preach from the shelf. Preach from wherever you are. Be instant, in season, out of season. And then it says, reprove, rebuke, and exhort. I love what my pastor, Pastor Eric Mears says. He says, two-thirds of the word is reproving and rebuking. In other words, two-thirds of preaching is correction, Man, and, and I know there is a lot of people out there that don't want to hear it. They just want the exhortation. They would want to preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort. No, it's reprove, rebuke, and exhort. In other words, correct, correct, and then exhort. Hallelujah. And it's not tearing, and, and Get rid of this thought. Well, God has to tear you down before he builds you up. No, that's not even a good parent. No parent tears down their kid. Correction is not tearing you down. It's actually growing you up. Hallelujah. It's making sure that you, if you're headed down a wrong path and the Lord sends someone to correct you, you need to take that correction and you'll find that God's already spoken to you in your heart about the area you need correction about anyway. So when that pastor, that five-fold minister, that really good friend, that Holy Ghost-filled friend comes along and tells you, hey, sister, hey, brother, you need to tighten up in this area. It's not to hurt you. It's to grow you up in the things of God. 
Hallelujah. Along those lines, let's flip over to Proverbs 3. Take it like a champ. I don't have any songs that um, sound like that. I was thinking of, of playing Eye of the Tiger, but um, that was a fleeting thought. Proverbs 3. Glory to God. Are you blessed? I'm blessed already, and we just started. Proverbs 3. Look at verse 11. We're going to read a big chunk of this together. My son... Despise not the chastening of the Lord, neither be weary of his correction. For whom the Lord loveth, he correcteth. And I'm sorry, even as a father, the son in whom he delighteth. Now look, look at verse 12. We'll stop a, a couple places. Who the Lord loveth, he correcteth it, even as a father the son in whom he delighted. No good parent lets their kid walk around without correction. Have you ever, let me ask you a question. You ever been in the mall and seen a child giving their parents hell over something? Like maybe they'll pass the dipping dots and the baby wants the dipping dots. And the mom is like, sorry, baby, you can't have the dipping dots. We, handed, we, we, we are uh, um, on our way over to, I don't know, California Pizza Kitchen because you ain't had dinner yet. And the rule of the house is you can't have dessert before you have dinner. And sometimes you see the kid settle down. But it seems like quite often, unfortunately, in our generation, more times than not, you see the child crying out, I want the dividends, mommy won't give me the dividends, I want the dividends, you don't love me. Child, let me tell you, let me tell you something, I, you know... In this, in this life, you got to mind your business sometimes with these, these crazy parents because you might go over and try to help a parent and then they'll get angry with you. So, you, you know, use the Holy Ghost. But there's been so many times I've, I've been like, lady, uh, I got a brush. I got a brush. I got a brush in my purse. And there's a bathroom over there. I'll just slide you the brush. You just take the child and the brush to the bathroom. Now, what happens behind the closed stall? Ain't none of my business. Ain't none of my business. But I don't do that. I, I want to do that, but I don't do that. But you think to yourself when you see that parent and you see that kid in the mall, you don't want to admit it. But if that parent doesn't do anything about that kid and that kid begins to tear that mother down and tell the mother that, you know, the kid you know, that she doesn't love the mother because she's not giving her the dipping dots and all this stuff and starts disrupting, you know, the mall and becoming an embarrassment. You may not want to admit it out loud, but you be judging that parent a little bit. You do, you do. You're like, what's wrong with this lady? Why doesn't she get this parent in order? Well, think about yourself. Think about yourself. God is a good God. He's holy and he's perfect and he's not a hypocrite. 
So if he would require us to correct our own children when they're cutting up, how much more would he require himself to correct you when you're cutting up? I know you're amen in there. Oh, man, but it's but it's all good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So verse 12, it said, for whom the Lord loveth, he corrected, even as a father, the son in whom he delighteth. Happy is the man. Look at this. Happy is the man that findeth wisdom and the man that getteth understanding for the merchandise of it is better than the merchandise of silver and the gain thereof than fine gold. That's just so awesome because uh, you can gain riches all day long, but if you're ignorant, you ain't hanging on to it. You got to get corrected. You got to get your character developed before um, God can, can hand over wealth to you. For the merchandise of it is better than merchandise of silver. The gain of it, uh, the gain thereof than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies and all the things thou canst desire are not to be compared to her. We're talking about wisdom now. You don't get wisdom until you take correction. Take it like a champ. And then it goes on to say, Length of days is in her right hand and in her left hand, riches and honor. Her ways of pleasantness and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to them that lay hold upon her and happy is everyone that retaineth her. Can we just pause and give it up for the fact that wisdom is a chick? Hallelujah. No. Okay. The Lord by wisdom hath founded the earth. By understanding hath he established the heavens. By his knowledge, the depths are broken up and the clouds drop down the dew. My son, let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep sound wisdom and discretion. So shall they be life unto thy soul and grace to thy neck. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Two more verses. Then shalt thou walk in thy way safely. Thy foot shall not stumble. When thou liest down, thou shalt not be afraid. Yea, Thou shalt lie down and thy sleep shall be sweet. Glory to God. That's so powerful. And the Lord's word is true. And if, if listen, if you're tossing and turning and you, and there's some unrest in you, ask God for wisdom. He'll give it to you. But, but, and, and I say this with a warning and it's a good kind of warning. Please know that usually if he's bringing if he's going to bring wisdom to you, correction is going to come first so that you can become wise in him. And correction is okay. Say it with me now. Correction is okay. There is nothing wrong with you that a little more of Jesus can't fix. Come on now. You are a person. And I know that you, if you're born again, I know you're perfect in the sense that you are spotless and, and God sees you clean and no further work needs to be done as far as like, you know, your, your salvation is complete. Okay. So we're not, I'm not saying you're not perfect in that sense, but 
there is a, a, a refining that comes after you get saved. That, that is, and it's wonderful. That is wonderful. It's the biggest miracle you'll ever experience is the miracle of salvation. But after you get saved, you need to, to continue to go after wisdom in God and, and get corrected. Amen. You know, you didn't learn the alphabet overnight. Okay. Someone had to teach it to you. And when you were going A, Q, B, D, F, G, W, you know, someone had to come along and say, no, baby, it's A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And you didn't say, you can't talk. You can't talk to me like that. I'll say the alphabet the way I'm fitting to say it. No, you didn't say that. You, when you were a child, you just took the correction. Hallelujah. And then you said it the way it's supposed to be said. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let's read one more thing together. The Bible says that his word needs to be established in the mouth of two or three witnesses. This is all over the Bible, but um, I just wanted to get with you real quick this morning um, and just give you a, a couple things you can chew on and marinate in a little marination throughout the day. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 12. Hallelujah. Why are my pages? Oh, it's because I got my phone in my hand. Hold on, y'all. Hebrews 12, chapter 5. Why am I talking about? Hebrews 12, verse 5. All right, look at this. And ye have forgotten the exhortation which speaketh unto you as children. My son, despise not thou the chastening of the Lord. You know, can we pause here? Uh, Raise your hand if you say chastening. Okay, put your hands down. Raise your hand if you say chastening. Now, which is it? Uh, inbox me. Okay, so you forgot an exhortation which speaketh unto you as unto children. My son, despise not the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when thou art rebuked of him. Well, we just read something like that in Proverbs, didn't we? Didn't we? Didn't we? Yes, because it's true. Hallelujah. Let the word of God be established in the mouth of two or three witnesses. For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth and scourgeth every son whom he receiveth. Scourges, he beats you. He gives you a spanking, y'all. That's what a, scour- a good old scour- scourging is. Well, scourging was a little more violent than that. But basically, if, if he loves you, what? You get a spanking. You get the rod of correction up on the backside. Hallelujah. Just like any, any, (laughs) any godly parent. Hallelujah. You pull out that wooden spoon. When my kids were little, me and my husband had a little wooden spoon that we called Mr. Chan. 
Why Mr. Chan? Because I tried to draw a face on the spoon to make him look friendly and the face came out looking like an Asian man. So we put a bow around his neck and called it Mr. Chan. And whenever the kids would cut up, we'd pull out Mr. Chan and we'd, we'd pull him out. We'd say, huh, you know want to disobey your mom. I'm going to get, I'm going to get somebody, but we would. We were, we were young parents. We were, we was married young. We was young. We was using the tools, but we'd pull it out. And after a while, we'd be like, oh, you don't want Mr. Chan to come out, do you? You know one correction today, do you? You didn't. So you, you got yourself in line so you didn't get Mr. Chan. But in, anyway, enough about Mr. Chan. He scourges every son whom he receiveth. If you, now look at this. If you endure chastening, God dealeth with you as sons, for what son is he whom the father chasteneth not? But if ye be without chastisement, whereof all are partakers, then ye, then are ye bastards and not sons. Okay, that's not me cussing, all right? That is the King James, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't take the correction of the Lord, you're a bastard. That's what it says right here. You a bastard right now if you don't take correction. Why? Because you're not in the household. Just like we talked about the house rules earlier with the lady with the dog up on the roof and all that stuff. She, you know, if if you do all that stuff too much, you know, too long, you get evicted. If you carry on, if you live in an apartment complex and you don't abide by the rules, you don't pay your rent, by and by, you're going to get evicted. And and, and it's kind of how it is in the body of Christ. You, you're not... Uh, acting like you're part of the household. When our father has put down rules and regulations for your protection, there's, there's nothing about his word that, that benefits him per se. His word and, and his, the way he does things, they're for our own protection. And the only thing that we're not allowed to do is sin. And the things, <laughs> and, and sin is basically all those things that, that would destroy ourselves. So it's for our benefit. Uh, now, now look, it says, furthermore, verse 9, furthermore, we have had fathers of our flesh which corrected us and we gave them reverence. Shall we not much rather be in subjection to the father of spirits and live? For they verily for a few days chasten us after their own pleasure. But he... For our profit, that we might be partakers of holiness. So, <laughs> a parent in the natural, they they'll oh they'll be like oh you got it coming you know and they, there's a certain satisfaction that they get <laughs> after they they correct you but but here it, but our heavenly Father here it says they might have done it for their own pleasure but he does it for our profit that we might be partakers of his 
holiness. Hallelujah. Don't you want to be holy? Don't you want to be like Jesus? Glory to God. Don't you want to be able to hear clearly from the spirit of the Lord? Don't you want to be able to walk in boldness and with confidence and with your head held high, knowing that you are a child of the most high God? Aren't you sick of condemnation trying to come down on you? Well, get into correction in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. If God's been speaking to you about something to get right, get it right in the name of Jesus. Jesus is coming back. Y'all ain't nobody got time for that. Hallelujah. Ain't nobody got time to be, you know, just constantly running around in circles and not being able to advance themselves in life because they won't take correction. Now look at verse 11. Now no chase, uh, chastening for the present seemeth to be joyous, but grievous. Nevertheless, afterward, it yieldeth the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby. So God acknowledges, he knows us, he made us. He acknowledges, look, when you get corrected, it does not feel good. I don't know who you are and where you're from, but my pastor, he... He really loves me, okay? Because <laughs> he corrects me. When he brings me into his office, I'm like, oh, here we go. And there have been some times, let me tell you, men and women of God, there have been some times where he has brought correction that left me saying, whoa, 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 whoa. But then after I got over myself and had the opportunity to lick my wounds and see exactly what he was saying was true, I was okay. It yielded the peaceable fruit of righteousness, but I only was able to take part of that fruit when I obeyed what he had to say. Uh, the Bible says, um, you know, obey them that have the rule over you and submit yourself for they watch for your souls. God has, and maybe this will be a separate episode, but God has assigned fivefold ministers to your life to bring correction. And like I said, it's never going to be a surprise. Most of the time, it's something that God already put in your heart to get right. And because you need help, you won't, you won't get into it. You won't get with it. There's only one way to obey God. And that's immediately. But because sometimes we don't get with it right away, the Lord will send friends. The Lord will send parents. The Lord will send fivefold ministers. The Lord will send a podcast like this to tell you to get yourself, yeah, to get yourself into correction. Hallelujah. But take it like a champ. Okay. Don't be no punk when you get corrected. Just, you know, if, if you got to, you know, woo, 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 you know, cry a tear, you know, but get up, get up on your feet and take that correction and, and immediately whatever area it is that, that needs correction, go to the word of God and get wisdom and put wisdom on that. Amen. And that way you can rise up with the confidence that you're doing the right thing. Because the one thing that the word of God will never be is wrong. Hallelujah. So let's see. I think that's all I got for right now. I sincerely hope you are blessed. I know I am. I got a couple hours before I got to get up and go to work. So 
I'm going to try to get some sleep now. Um, but before I do, I um, want to give you the opportunity to give your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ. If if you're out there and um, you've never heard anybody talk like this before, um, welcome. <laughs> Hallelujah. Um, you know, I want to I want to tell you something. The wages of sin is death. The gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. The Bible also says, whosoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. And if you are a whosoever, you qualify. If you're out there listening and there's um, been an ongoing pain in your heart, an ongoing disappointment in yourself, and you can't seem to get on top of that disappointment, I have a, a remedy to offer you today. And that remedy is called salvation. What is salvation? Salvation is when you're sinking deep and, and the master Jesus Christ comes along and throws you a lifeline through the blood that he shed for you. Hallelujah. So if that's you, you feel like you're sinking deep, you can't get ahead in your life. Um, the, you know, the pressures of life are caving in on you. You can't get, get over uh, sorrow, sadness, addiction, depression, you can't get over any of the, your marriage. The four walls of your marriage are caving in on you. I'm telling you, there is help for you today. I want you to say this with your heart, with all your heart and your lips out loud. Say, Heavenly Father. Just repeat after me. Just say, Heavenly Father, thank you for sending Jesus Christ to die for me. Now say this. Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Wash me and cleanse me. Forgive me of all sin. Set me free. I truly apologize for anything I've done that hurt your heart. I believe that you died for me. I believe that you rose for me. I believe that you are coming back again for me. I believe that you came to give me life and that more abundantly. I believe that you came to offer me forgiveness. Fill me with the Holy Spirit and fire. Give me a passion for the lost, a hunger for the things of God, and a holy boldness to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. I thank you that I'm saved. I thank you that I'm forgiven. I choose to forgive anyone that's ever hurt me. I release them from the charge of it and I let it go. And I refuse to let bitterness stay in my heart. I forgive that person or those people for hurting me just like you just forgave me for hurting you. Whom the sun sets free is free indeed. And I thank you that I'm going to heaven because Jesus lives in my heart. Hallelujah. Now, if you just said that prayer, I'm telling you that's the best thing you ever done. I want you to 
um, send me an email or maybe a voice message. If you're using the Anchor app, you can send me a voice message. If you need any more support in your walk with the Lord, you can email me, Nikki, N-I-K-K-I dot J dot Hayes, H-A-Y-E-S at gmail.com. I'm also on Facebook under uh, Nikki Wilkins hyphen Hayes. Then I'm on uh, Instagram, Hayes in DC, H-A-Y-E-S-I-N-D-C as in District of Columbia. If you're looking for a home church and you're in the DMV, I can recommend two, 13901 Central Avenue, Upper Marlboro, Maryland. That's Evangel Cathedral with uh, senior pastor Don Mears and his beautiful, beautiful wife, uh, First Lady Marion Mears, and their awesome son, which is my pastor, Pastor Eric Mears. Pastor Eric Mears also has a second church, which I attend, yes, I do, at 1300 Good Hope Road. It's called Church of DC. If you're in Florida, please go to the river at Tampa Bay. You can um, go to revival.com. If you are in Pittsburgh, you need to go to Champion Christian Center. All right. So there, there are churches for you to go to. If you just got saved, if you just um, came under the Lordship of Jesus Christ, you need to be going to church this Sunday, not just any church, a church where the word of God is preached and the power of God is displayed. I love you. Bless you. Feel free to reach out to me if you need anything now. You ain't no island. You ain't no island. You got a sister in the Lord. Love you. Bye. It's chastening. The chastening of the Lord, my friend. Chastening. Somehow I knew you would know. Thanks, Anika.